It's time now for St. Mary Healthline. Your health is your most precious asset, and every Wednesday at 9 a.m., you can tune in for advice on how to better manage your health. Hear about important medical issues from the doctors and professionals across all service lines from St. Mary Medical Center. So without any further ado, it's time now for the St. Mary Healthline. That's right. The snow has been shoveled. We're back in regular rotation. It's springtime. The energy, all the other stuff going on, and we can't wait to talk about it all with Jenna Boyce, Pelvic Floor Therapy at St. Mary's. Welcome, Janice. Good to have Hello. you. Hello, Jenna. Thank you. Jenna, thank you for having you. me. You're uh, ready to go here for... Uh, for this, and you've been uh, with St. Mary's a little while. Yeah, this June will be eight years that I've been on staff there. Direct line right from right from uh, Drexel right yep, to St. Mary's. Drexel from physical therapy school, my first job out of school. And what drew you to the to the business? Is just a, a passion, a calling, or for just physical therapy? Um, I was a ballet modern dancer, so I had a couple different dance injuries, and at one point, sitting there in PT, and I'm like, this is really fantastic. I want to yeah. help people and help them get better. Yeah, and I think you could probably put uh, uh, somebody else in you know, your shoes as well. You can certainly identify having gone every Absolutely. step of the way. Absolutely, most of your people PTs, you're going to see, and healthcare professionals have had some sort of interaction or that got them exposure and drew okay. their interest. So we're going to point and flex here for this next. Uh, yeah, half hour. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't danced since undergrad, though. But <laughs> I, had a daughter, I had a daughter in uh, in that for a little while. I thought it was very, uh, very invaluable. Experience. It's amazing. It's yeah. an amazing field yeah. to be. I could in. never get the bun here for the hair. <laughs> it's really bad. Well, we were talking about uh, the floor, uh, pelvic floor therapy. And improving, improving uh, quality of life. Absolutely. All right. Now we're, we've got topics. We've got terms. Let's call pelvic floor therapy. It's it's a. Uh it's, not, it's probably not new. It's probably been done, but I don't know if there was yeah. a name for it before. A lot of people don't know about it. They haven't heard about it. It's not the type of thing that you're, people talk about at cocktail parties and dinner. And a lot of systems, a lot of healthcare organizations don't have formal programs. It's emerging and growing. But, yeah, it's not the type of thing many people know about. But it's invaluable for patients. Yeah, it's, it's part of the physical therapy department, however you want to do it. There's a mm-hmm. lot of different different things uh, involved. I mean, there's everything's rehab, cardiac rehab. Uh, yes. Uh, re- and pelvic floor is not an entry-level mm-hmm. skill, so you have to go for additional training. So that's why some places you won't see they, that they don't have it um, because you have to go for yeah. now, additional this is, coursework. This is something like, oh, never heard of it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but it, it really encompasses a lot of areas and a lot of issues Absolutely. that that, uh, that would steer you to what you'd be doing, right? Yeah. So it's men and women, health issues, all age ranges. Yeah. There's a lot of people think that it's only a female condition. It's not. And it can go from anything, pelvic pain, back pain, urinary incontinence, fecal incontinence, um, pain with return to activity after a baby or surgery. Could be a worker's comp uh, kind of issue on the job, right? Something like that. Dep- uh, depending on if it's more back or pelvic floor related, mm. there is definitely that blend. You have to kind of s- decipher. Hernia? Her- yeah, inguinal hernia, sports, her- athletic pubalgia, absolutely. And, and it doesn't discriminate with age. I mean, no, I'm sure you probably all. have some youngsters in there as well as some... Oh, the youngest I've treated is probably 16, and mm-hmm. then the oldest was probably 95. And even at... You, there are pediatric programs, and that's not in our scope at St. Mary's, but yeah. Uh, Jenna, in your, in your uh, um, experience, more, more men than women, or... 
No, um, I would what? say, you know, it's underreported in men. A lot of times men aren't really sure where to go if they're having issues. Women at least have their gynecologist. Yeah. Okay. Um, people don't realize they can bring this up to their primary care doctor also. Mm-hmm. But we do have a big male population, especially post-prostatectomy uh, with prostate cancer. Wow. Um, uh, that, yeah. And other things, too. Yeah, uh, it's uh, also like childbirth. Or Absolutely. Postpartum. Mm-hmm. There's the issues there with... Uh, uh, not only that, not only the physical, but the the mental part of it, right? The- well, because you know that your body's not quite the same, and you feel the weakness when you go to lift something up that wasn't there before. Or you feel that you leak some urine, so you know you can't do what you did before. But a lot of people don't know how to get back to a safe place for exercise and daily function. And then a lot of women, they're taking care of their families, taking care of an infant, trying to get back to work, and they don't know services are out there to help them. It, yeah, it's also the, uh, the the pain management, too, and trying to work, Abs- yep. work through it. I mean, you're supposed to listen to your body, but at the same time, you can't you can't quite just throw, throw up the white flag on yeah. this stuff. Everyone thinks that you know having pain, whether it be vaginal pain or groin pain, they think it's common, and I'll, I'll just work through it, I'll move past it. But a lot of times, if it's more than seven days, that pain's going to stick around, and you need to listen to your body and pay attention. Yeah, I mean, there's a plenty of centers of pain management centers all of all yeah. chronic pain. But uh, you have to, well, I guess you have to live with it. I hate, that's the one thing I always hate to do. No, you with. have to, as a patient, keep searching for answers, especially if someone, you have vaginal pain and people are telling you they don't know why. If you haven't explored pelvic floor physical therapy as an option to help you, you really need to talk to your doctor about right. it. Right. What exactly do you do? And, yeah. So... It depends. So a lot of it's driven by the patient, their own individual goals. You Mm. definitely examine the pelvic floor muscles, um, which it's a sling of three layers of muscles. So whether it be men or women, there is an internal vaginal rectal exam portion. Mm. We work within the patient's comfort level for everything. And then if there's orthopedic issues, running and jumping and picking up your kids or playing golf or whatever is important to you as a person, we incorporate that piece. So there's a crossover of looking at the hips, the pelvis, back too because your pelvic floor is also a stabilizer for your hips pelvis lumbar spine in addition to helping with bowel and bladder function mm. so you have to really look at the person and see what's important to them what are what are they presenting with when you do your testing and then where do you proceed from there yeah <clears throat> i guess you would be <clears throat> it could be possibly with uh, physical issues maybe some arthritis involved or yep you're managing arthritis if they've had, you know, people these days, they're dealing with a lot. So you're managing comorbidities. And if they've had back surgery and hip surgery, do they have arthritis? Do they have arthritis in their knee? That's going to affect some of their exercises. And we're looking at them as a whole person to manage all of that. How about uh, uh, neuropathies? I mean, a lot it. of our patients will have that. So we have to keep that in mind when we're treating them for pelvic floor dysfunction that maybe they have trouble with their balance. And that's why also they're having trouble getting to the bathroom and they're leaking. Yeah. So if we're working the pelvic floor aspect and they haven't had any sort of balance therapy also, maybe we need to have that dialogue with them and their physician, yeah. depending on how they're doing. It's probably all, be diabetic in nature, too. So abs- yeah. And that compromises mm-hmm. healing it makes it harder for patients you definitely see an increase of uh urinary incontinence with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, ahead of time we were talking about uh pelvic floor therapy M- motion uh, that's the thing and uh you, you're on some kind of painkillers and you know you're let's face it you're not going to the, you're not regular anymore and now yes. that's <laughs> i think you 
I think you get older, you worry about that more than anything. Yeah, you know, you know yes. and it's like, what is the matter? It's like, the plumbing is is not working, and then you panic, and then stress about it. That's that certainly can help the the situation. Yeah. Too, right? So we'll, we have a large patient population sent to us by um, one of our colorectal physicians at St. Mary's that specializes in the pelvic floor, and we see a ton of patients with constipation that they've had their whole medical workup and they're still having trouble and pain with bowel movements. Maybe they were on some pain medications and that started it. Maybe that's not what started it. You know, it can be different for everyone. And here they're not relaxing their muscles the right way, so they're training and having trouble and then we help them with that aspect and they had no idea it was even an option for yeah them. and you know, sometimes with the uh, advanced age you know your the muscles don't work as like they used to you have to compromise in some areas and do some yeah. other things try to work around things so you really have a tough time hitting it directly and your body can only compensate for so long so that's what mm. we a lot of patients are like why all of a sudden now well for 10 years you compensated and your muscles were stronger but now after a certain point in time they just can't anymore and we need to get them stronger and get you on a strengthening program we are in the middle of it right in the arena that's right with jenna Boyle, boys of pelvic floor therapy at st mary's on our health line we're coming right back imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing 40 heart valves through a two-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radio frequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call one eight four four seven saint mary St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. The life of a Philly sports fan is a wild ride. Some years we triumph, some years we trust. What never changes year after year is how we get to the game, shoulder to shoulder with our fellow fans on SEPTA. On the way to the tailgate, the tip-off, face-off, or first pitch, the Broad Street Line takes us from our homes to our home fields and back again. Yeah, the life of a Philly sports fan is a wild ride, but win or lose, we ride together. Get your ride started at iSEPTAPhilly.com. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing 40 heart valves through a 2-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radio frequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral, call one eight four four seven saint mary St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. Yes, we are talking, uh, uh, probably talking about things that probably, yeah, we've done that. We've done that. We never had a name for it. We do now. It's pelvic floor therapy and Jenna Boy's pelvic floor therapist at St. Mary's. Been doing it for quite some time. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the limitations that people would get. Uh, Jenna, is there is there also a, a, a dietary component? Some changes that have to be made or maybe augmented. I mean, be, just being hydrated would be one. Yeah, so if then, you're talking the most <coughs> simplest form, anyone who doesn't have a cardiovascular or kidney restriction on fluid consumption is looking at your body weight divided by two and making sure you're getting that in fluid is huge. A lot yeah. of people, especially if you're having urinary incontinence, people restrict their fluid, or if you're 
abdomen is feeling bloated because you're struggling with constipation. Um, but it seems counterproductive, but hydrating is really important. Some no. of our patients that have a condition called interstitial cystitis, which is a inflammation of the inside lining of the bladder, they have to restrict the amount of acid in their diet. So helping them through that is a piece. And then your constipa- patients suffering with constipation, fecal incontinence, getting the correct amounts of fiber. Um, so we help them through that. But if for whatever reason it's starting to get out of our scope, St. Mary's does have outpatient dietitians that can be of help to those patients and we get them pointed in the right direction. Yeah, probably uh, Metamucil and Miralax would probably be two big sponsors right along the show. Sure. <laughs> well, believe it or not, with <clears throat> Metamucil, you really want psyllium husk powder, which is a more concentrated and specific form of fiber. So people can Google that or look that up, and you can get it very easily, and that's great for people, actually. And it's probably coordinated, too, with uh, with diet and Let's face it, a, a pelvic floor therapy. If you if you lost twenty pounds, you could probably do a little bit more, right? Or well, in general, for yeah. anything, yeah, everything, you know, we can would, all move more yeah. and exercise more <clears throat> and having that strength. Some of our patients put on weight because they can't walk and exercise because they're leaking or Mm -hmm. they're afraid to go to the mall or do their exercise class because they might have fecal incontinence or urinary incontinence. So helping them figure out ways to get back to that is a big part that we do with them. Right. So everybody would have probably a goal in mind or something that's been haunting them. And probably uh, one one of the things that sticks out here is restoring organ and structural Function. Yeah, so the pelvic floor, if we haven't kind of um, mm-hmm. described it, it's three layers of muscles at the bottom of your pelvis. They start at the front of your uh, pubic bone and extend back and attach to the sacrum and the coccyx. All of your abdominal contents sit and rest on those muscles. They're also responsible for stabilization when you move and walk and sit and stand. You need strength in those muscles. You need flexibility so that they can give the organs the proper support so that they can support your pelvic with movement. So that's a big part of what we do because if the muscles are too weak, then you can get prolapses, you can have incontinence. If the muscles are too tight, pain, difficulty with urination, um, and abundance of other issues. So it's creating that systematic balance. Good right. strength, good flexibility. Or do you watch uh, Elvis Presley videos? Does that help help anybody? Yeah. No? For- no? Yeah. For whatever therapy, right? They used to call them Elvis the pelvis. Back in oh, the- for, the hip, yeah. for the hip movement? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> might work. I don't know. So Elvis. Well, any sort of dance and movement is good. I'm biased to that being a history of dance background. But <laughs> sure. I mean, uh, whatever athletic background, like myself too. You're, you know, the uh, the strength, flexibility, those kind of things kind of leave you when you get older, and that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's finding different things that interest you and motivate mm-hmm. you within whatever your physical um, limitations pains and there's there's always way to move and exercise and help your body gain and, cre- and keep that strength right and and a lot of times uh, whatever has been done has been let's say there's a abdominal surgery or something like that now you're on that road to recovery how did they the, the, the process yeah. of say there's surgery and you know the surgeon does it how does the process then get to where you come in so 
A lot of things you'd see, some of the big ticket stuff, um, inguinal hernia repairs, people don't realize they're very painful <coughs> recoveries. Um, commonly more so known as sports hernias. People are talking more athletic pubalgia now. Those surgeries, very painful. It's hard to get back to activity. Even we've seen patients with major surgeries, maybe they had um, a bowel obstruction surgery, a resection, uh, uh, ostomy bag, reversal, their Ooh. scar tissue. How do they get back to exercising in the gym and movement? And that's where we come in. You want to make sure they know the correct things to do. You want to have them avoid certain activities and that they feel like they're just not out in the middle of nowhere trying to. They know they can't do what they did before. So we come in and far as showing them how to get moving again, how to get things strong and figuring out. Where have they gotten weak, more specific to their body? Because that's important, too. You can't do the same thing as your neighbor or your best friend. Or We have to get to the crux of what your body needs. So we'll take them, we'll evaluate them, figure out where they're weak, where they're tight, where they're having pain, and then get them on a program to strengthen and then constantly reevaluate that program as they're getting better and moving better. Do they uh, use little whirlpools and all things, stuff like that? At St. Mary's, we don't have a pool, um, but that is something aquatics therapy or exercise mm-hmm. is great for patients. You have to, sometimes they have restrictions after surgery as things are healing. The they can't get in the pool see, right away. You see those, the health clubs, were, they had the aquatics and, and not only enjoyed it, but got a lot of benefit out of it. Oh, so much benefit, yeah. especially for patients if they're in pain, unweighting the body so you can move with some resistance, but unloading those joints. We have a great gym, uh, wellness center and gym at St. Mary's with an abundance of equipment. I frequently abdominal surgeries. When they get to the point it's appropriate for them, take them to the gym because if that's especially a goal for them, they want to get back walking. They want to get back to the elliptical or lifting weights, getting them in the gym and showing them how to do that. Uh, higher repetitions, less weight to start out with, and showing them what they can do because you don't want them to feel like they can't move and exercise again, even though they're having pain and trouble. You know, one thing that uh, helped, helped for me when I had hip replacements got rid of all the pain meds. All right, it's, I'm just more fatigued than anything else. Mm-hmm. And I, I wonder sometimes if the, the meds don't slow you down for the re- recovery. Uh, if you, if you, you know, kind of kind of slow down everything well from a peristalsis from like your gi perspective we know that pain medications do cause a decreased motility for patients Mm -hmm. which puts you in that constipation bracket but um yeah a lot of docs will talk with their patients about how to get off the pain medications so that they're feeling better would doctors consult you i mean as far as they get to you like uh um after they farm it, out, farm it out for a surgery or something like that, and then all of a sudden there's some rehab involved. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's got to be a chain of communication there. Yes, we're really lucky at yeah. St. Mary's with our urology team, Dr. Jaffe, Harmon, Bickle, their nurse practitioners, Laura and Lindy, Dr. Shafson, our colorectal surgeon. Some of the main, with pelvic floor, it's a very small and intimate community. Um, so we all interact with each other really well and keep that dialogue open. If there's any problems that we're concerned about or that they're concerned about, we're constantly um either texting or calling each other and making sure patients are getting what they need. That open line of communication is, I think, a unique feature to our program driven by everyone involved, the doctors and our staff taking care of patients. I'm telling you, one, th- <clears throat> one thing, there's a lot of business out there for you because when I was on the, got my hip replaced, I was like the one of like 20-some surgeries that, just that day. Oh, I yeah. I mean, I'm, and people of all ages 
getting this stuff done, whether it was some kind of maybe birth defect, dysplasia, or injury, auto accident, something like that, arthritis. And eventually, you have to make changes. You're not the same person, but you Absolutely. have to you sort of have, almost have to commit to it upstairs when it's all said and done. That's, Absolutely, that's the that's the, that's a key too, right, Jenna? Is well, we, yes. getting the mind is the mind body connection yes. going a little bit, right? That's what we work with our patients is teaching them a lot of the things we're going to go through are going to be habit and life changing, and giving them the skills so they feel like they know how to make changes that fit with their life, <coughs> whether whether they're retired and helping take care of their grandchildren or they're working full-time still and they're trying to figure out how do I get these exercises and dietary changes into my life so it works and that's huge that we come in um, take a big part in helping them with that because you want to set people up for success otherwise what's the point you know and you don't want people to feel like all right here's these exercises figure out how to get them into your daily life yeah and I think that, some, that won't work and sometimes the goal work. setting is yeah, I want to do this, everything, but it has to almost be realistic, too. Something Absolutely. You, something you could probably mm-hmm. commit to. Yeah, and we talk about that, yeah. setting the expectation that on day one, I want to get back to running. But we have steps in between that to help you so you're not leaking urine yeah. before we get back to running. Um, and making sure, you know, surgically, are they allowed mm-hmm. to get back to running at a certain point? That's where the dialogue with the physicians comes in, that we're mm-hmm. all on the same page. Uh, yeah. All right, where our dialogue is going to continue with Jenna Boyce. Pelvic floor therapy is our topic today on the Healthline. Imagine stopping deadly heart attacks and strokes with a tiny patch the size of a coin. Imagine replacing and repairing faulty heart valves through a two-inch incision. Imagine correcting irregular heartbeats with radio frequency energy. St. Mary Medical Center heart specialists solve the most complex cases with advances never before imagined. For a physician referral... Call one eight four four seven saint mary St. Mary Medical Center. It's your health. Expect more. Phillies fans, start the baseball season early this year by planning a trip to spring training. And there's no better place to stay than the Clearwater Beach Marriott Suites on Sand Key. The Marriott offers all luxury suites overlooking beautiful Clearwater Bay just steps from the beach. Relax in the salon, day spa, or tropical pool. Enjoy dinner at the award-winning Watercolors Grill House. Escape the winter weather and get your first look at the 2018 Phils. The Clearwater Beach Marriott Suites on Sand Key. Go to clearwaterbeachmarriottsuites.com for reservations. We now return to St. Mary Healthline. We continue to talk here with Jenna Boys. She's from St. Mary's, been there eight years. Pelvic floor therapy, so many topics. We've been, yeah, what about this? What about that? What about yes, this? Yes, yes. And, and, and uh, uh, a lot of times it's that, that mental feel that what can you commit to and, and, uh, and something you could probably realize. You know, a lot of people, you, you say you could put yourself, have been a dancer in the physical mm-hmm. wear and tear. Yeah, you've been through the mill a few times. Absolutely. You could understand exactly what they're feeling, and maybe there's a little hesitation. I'm not quite sure this would be for me. But I'm not sure where we're going here. Yes, then absolutely. What? And yeah. I've had, I have two children also. So I've been on that end of yeah. how do you get back to activity at a job? Our jobs are physically demanding. How do you get back to that? With our patients to try and put them at ease, first and foremost, I take the approach of getting to know them as a human being. Mm. You know, you're important. You matter. And I'm not going to rush through this because I understand the topics are hard to talk about and people 
people feel embarrassed and they shouldn't. We're in private treatment rooms with them. We're not in a big open gym. So they have that privacy that they can talk and ask the questions that maybe they're not comfortable to talking with anyone else Yeah, about. it's pretty, it's, uh, it's, uh, we have pretty lonely. Uh, it really is. I mean, it's... Uh, Abs- people feel like yeah. they're very much alone. They feel like they're the only patient coming to us for this and they don't realize, you know, we are back to back with patients and have, there's a lot of people that have these symptoms, have these issues. And then they, as they walk in and out and they see how busy we are and they see that, you know, there's a lot of patients, they start to feel better that I'm not alone and there's a lot of people with these struggles and right. I can talk to you about it and you you understand what I'm saying. And you probably had uh, in your career dance you probably had more than a few setbacks where you had to rehab and build back up again you're you're up down up down up down so my last injury was an adductor a groin injury and that's where then ironically outside of the hip there yeah a couple years later this pelvic floor program need was presented at a meeting at st mary's our colorectal surgeon dr david shafson needed it for his patients and it got my wheels turning thinking about how hard it was and the pain to rehab from that and then the pelvic floor because that came into a part of the rehab process that I had done so it opened up these doors and I thought to myself why not there needs to be a program for these patients so with his support our management support and myself we went on this journey of building this program um, that now is just we see so many more patients with different conditions than we thought from the beginning. Jen is there many levels of physical therapy I mean you have to be trained for this and now you're at pelvic floor and I'm sure there's probably more Yes, you're more always, levels to go. Yes, you're yeah. always constantly learning, growing. I'm always reading articles, seeking information. I had to go continuing education. I'm tons sure tons of continuing education. You're always having to stay up to date. What's the newest research that's out there, especially in pelvic floor exercises and information as it's continuing to emerge? You want to know what's out there. Um, and I had to go all over to get the training. So you come out of physical therapy school, and this is not a skill set. Maybe you talk a little bit about pelvic floor, but mm. it's not an entry level skill you need people who are one passionate and interested and motivated for that field Mm. and so i went to at one point seattle north carolina chicago to get the training with herman and wallace pelvic rehab institute is one american physical therapy association is another that does training for pelvic floor Um, and now there's myself and we have three other therapists at st mary's that do pelvic floor therapies our program's grown tremendously i'm hip no. no. Yeah. <laughs> now, our, we have great orthopedic therapists that treat for hip replacements and some of that aspect. They'll treat, it yeah. depends what the patient's coming in with and their issue. Um, but we have awesome orthopedic therapists that rehab for hip replacements. And probably in your field, Jenny, you probably would probably form a philosophy too. I mean, you probably travel the country a little bit find out that maybe they do things different in Seattle than they would to here and possibly be Seattle's different. Seattle's such a hub for pelvic floor. Yeah. One of the, Kathy Wallace, who is part of the yeah. Herman and Wallace Pelvic Rehab Institute, one of the founders, she's out in Seattle, Washington. So that is a hub for pelvic floor um, and it's fantastic. And you'll find little pockets and hopefully that concept, what's there, yeah. continues to spread and grow. You have a, a some, I'm sure you probably uh, would see some differences in philosophy. I, I assume some would 
would be more aggressive than others. Some well, would be more long-term versus short-term. Yeah, so you'll see there's some pelvic floor therapists who only treat women. There's some that only do manual work. There's some people I'm down the middle with manual and exercise, and so is our other pelvic floor staff. So mm-hmm. every place does have different philosophies and who they treat. At St. Mary's, our motto is we're treating everyone, men, women, all age groups, all conditions, because that's what we're here for is to help people get better. Have you ever um, had to consult on something? Maybe uh, uh, somebody called you from out of state or Denver or some other place and said uh, had a had a maybe you've had some similar experience. Do you ever well, trade when information? At, when you're at your coursework and continuing ed, absolutely. You're with other practitioners from around the United States that are constantly sharing information, and you're in dialogue. On the great thing with social media is that you have you know different forums that you can always pose questions and talk to people about. And we just had at St. Mary's the Philadelphia um, Pelvic Floor Alliance meeting. It's um, throughout the Philadelphia in South Jersey region. We hosted it. Dr. David Chavson spoke about colorectal conditions, but we had about 26 pelvic floor therapists from around the area there. And it was great because it's driven by the pelvic floor PTs in the area that we're all trying to get together and keep learning, keep sharing information. Um, the next one's in May. It's at a different location. Um, so that's, you're constantly seeing these progressive Yeah, and as your program is happening. growing uh, mm-hmm. and things are being done, you can also share a lot of success stories which uh, oh my gosh it's which, amazing. which will prove to be going to get to that next level a lot of times i'll yeah. be with patients and then i'll see you know and you always keep the patient's privacy of course but i'll see my patients working out in the gym i transition them to the gym program they're doing great and you know just my style is as, as long as the patient's comfortable with it we always hug and how are you doing and it's great to see you working out and you know um, when patients see that and they know that you're treating pelvic floor full time and they love to hear that people got back to exercise and they're feeling good and they're feeling like themselves again so yeah sharing that it's you know might or, be a journey but you can get yeah there. or maybe they were a little hesitant and found out they could they were a lot capable a lot more than they were given credit for yes I'm big on and gave them the tools to do so yes i'm big yeah. on showing patients all right this is where you started but look where you're at now because they forget the journey's tough to get from point a to your end point and you forget sometimes where you started and then they're like oh my gosh i remember when mm-hmm. i couldn't even use weights for that exercise mm-hmm. or a theraband and or when i was leaking and using eight to ten pads a day and now i use one as a buffer i don't leak anymore but i'm just afraid to get rid of it and that's a great feeling for them and for us because it's you get in this field to help people you want to see them succeed that's right to find a doctor at st mary you can call the physician referral hotline 844-7st mary's or 844-778-6279 or you can get on the on the website at www.stmaryhealthcare.org and one of the many fine folks at st mary's jenna boyce part of the pelvic floor and the army that's growing all the time of uh, rehabbers yeah i love to hear you say it that yeah, way and, uh, <laughs> yeah well it's it's been done and i've been in a few places where they they are outpatient kind of thing and everybody seems to have the same philosophy you you can you, know, you can do it i think they've seen a lot seen a lot of different uh, situations ages hesitation yes. certain and, and of course the the maladies and issues 
vary very widely. We hit a lot of them today. Absolutely. And, yeah. and so that would also dictate your course of action. So, yes. But uh, inaction is no is no solution whatsoever. Absolutely. Don't accept it to just be the norm. No, it might be common, but yep. there's always options for you for help to improve your quality of life. And hopefully we uh, will get you back another time, get an update on what you've been doing and how it's been going, anything that uh, we can pass along as far as sharing I'd the knowledge. To. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Jenna Boys. Pelvic Floor Therapist St. Mary's on our Healthline this time around. Thanks a lot for listening here at WBCB.